You're listening to How You Show Up with me, your host, Brad Wiseman. Hi, this is Brad Wiseman. You're listening to How You Show Up. And I'm back this week with the guest we had last week. It's Tracy Schott. She has uh, a film out, if you listened last week, called Finding Jen's Voice. It's coming out. And we're talking about that. And, and once again, I'm going to lead by the, the, the thing that's on top and top uh, front center. Homicide is the leading, leading cause of death during pregnancy, but no one is talking about it until now, of course, she said. That just that still blows my mind. Um, and it's information that you found out. Um, we were talking about the story and how you got to do this film. But what I want to talk about next is that during your, your research, you found people that are survivors right. of this type of abuse. Tell me more about that. So I spent the first couple of years on this film talking with uh, Jen's family, um, with local law enforcement, really learning more about her story. And get, just to recap, Jen is the one that was murdered by her boyfriend uh, because uh, uh, she was. He, she had said she was pregnant and he was um, actually having an affair on his wife. Right. So that's who Jen is. Okay, That's who Jen is. And so I, I was really focusing on Jen and also some of the broader research. But I felt like I needed a face. Right, you know, right. um, Jen couldn't speak for us. And I was really trying to give her her voice back mm-hmm. um, because, you know, ironically, um, her murderer put a gun in her mouth to kill her you know he 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 really silenced her in the in the most violent way um and i really wanted to give her a voice back um but it was like how do i do that how do i how do i um put a face on Mm -hmm. this problem and this problem is vast and and um universal sure so i actually last summer I contacted the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence and the National Network to End Domestic Violence, and they both posted a a request from me on their pages saying, on Facebook, that I was looking for survivors of intimate partner um, homicide attempts, you know, women who had survived the attempt. I... um, in a day, got nearly a thousand likes on my You've face on my Facebook page me. for the for the film, and then um, eventually heard from thirty five women that have survived an a homicide attempt. Yes. Now this is while they were pregnant, or no? Some pregnant, or just some, some were pregnant, and some were not. That's unbelievable. I wasn't specific about it. I just kind of put it well, out yeah, there. Well, yeah, and um, I point. heard from all of these women. I interviewed all of them by phone. Um, you know, and again, I, I was a I was a social worker in my former life, and so these phone conversations put me right back into social worker mode. I was I was having hour and a half, two hour conversations with women who had really been through hell. Yeah, and um, and eventually, I chose eleven of them to participate in the film. Right, and you actually went and, and you you interviewed them. You, yes. you asked about their to share their experience, which is right. definitely emotional for them, and and. Yeah. You know, an emotional situation. And then I, I, I read that you, you brought them all back here to Pennsylvania then too, right? I did. At first I traveled around the country um, to, uh, I think I was in seven states. Um, we were as far flung as L.A. and, and uh, Placerville, California, uh, wow. to um, Long Island, Florida, Virginia, wow. Pennsylvania, um, Minneapolis. Um, and so... 
I interviewed them all in their homes. I wanted to meet them in their homes. I wanted to have that conversation in their place right. of comfort. Absolutely. Um, and take my time with them. And then um, after I interviewed them, I brought them all here in October of last year. And um, they met each other actually online. I created wow. a Facebook right, right. group page, a private right, right. page for them, um, so that they could get to know each other online before they met. When they met... It was like they were long lost sisters, and it their being together and telling their story as a group has mm-hmm. been so emotional and powerful and life changing for everybody yeah. who was there, including my crew. Yeah. Uh, you know, who, who were mostly a bunch of guys who were who were all teary eyed. <laughs> they're probably all sitting there. <laughs> they're all sitting there crying and like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I read about that of being very emotional that, that the one is uh, the one girl is actually I guess she's, she's a, a, a quadriplegic. Yeah, or whatever? she's a quadriplegic. Keisha was um, she had been in a relationship for about three years, um, four years I guess. Had a um, two children who were two and three. She had left him several times. At this point, she was like, mm-hmm. she had left. She was, um, but she had. She had to ask him to babysit. Her regular babysitter wasn't available. She had gotten called in to work. She said, okay, called him. He said, sure, he'd watch the kids. Half hour later, calls her, says, come come get the kids. I don't want them. So she comes to get them, and he shot her. Get out of here. He shot her in the neck, and... um, yeah, so and now that she's was a quadriplegic ten, and now from she's that. From that. Ten, so that was 10 years ago. Unbelievable. And she is a quadriplegic, and she traveled here with her 13 year old daughter um, from San Antonio, Texas. Oh, my gosh. To help tell Jen's story. And um, just amazing, really. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm reading this stuff, and it just blows my mind. And I think it's just incredible that you're doing this work and that this is going to come out because I really, really think this is going to go far in telling the story. And speaking of telling the story, I, when I was reading through your, your um, information, the Finding Jen's Voice and coming up with that title was really cool. Explain how, you, how that kind of just fit in. Well, I'll tell you, it, it was really interesting. Um, there were a bunch of different times early on when talking to the family um, or even seeing um, uh, news broadcasts, you would hear um, the family say, you know, we just really want Jen to have a voice. Oh, wow. So I, I kept hearing that. Right. It's like a mantra. Yeah, I kept hearing mm-hmm. it. And finally, um, you know, I actually was um, in a conversation uh, with my husband about, you know, where I was going with this story. And I'm like, it's not about the murderer. It's Mm-mm. about Jen. And he said, no, you're you're telling Jen's story. Yeah, right. And it was like, yeah. And I'm really trying to find what her story is. What was her perspective? Because right, she right. was a private girl. She she wasn't posting yeah. videos on Facebook. And, you know, I mean, and she you're was... trying to tell her story. I'm trying to tell you're her story. You're trying to tell her story, which is tough because... Um, she didn't even know there was going to be a story like this, you know, exactly. so there's, there's not like anybody was documenting her, her story because at that point it wasn't a story. Right. So I had to find her voice yeah. and that was um, a big part of finding these survivors because they all took a turn 
and telling a part of Jen's story because each of them had something in their stories that really connected to what I had learned about Jen's story. Hmm. And so um, it was this ongoing search of trying to find Jen's voice. And that's really important what you just just said there. That is where this can help because if you are a, a woman looking at this this documentary and hearing these 11 women talk and hearing about Jen's story um you can look at your own life and and put a parallel to it hopefully not but maybe look at that and go you know what this sounds like me you know i don't want to be a statistic i don't want to be in this next film that comes up i want to make a change and do something about it um that's where we that's where storytelling which is what tony does every day and what we do every day storytelling and telling those things is what saves lives and makes it that other people don't have the same story to tell um so that's really important um I think this work is incredible. I think it's positive. I think it's going to be uh, uh, proactive in, in having other women not have to go through this. Uh, what I want to talk about is that you're, you're going to hopefully break into the film festivals. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're pulling for you. We hope that that happens for you. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is that you think that maybe next year uh, we would be able to see this film maybe at the Goggle Works or something yes. like that. Um, we're, um, I'm currently working – I. I actually have a studio at the Goggle, mm-hmm. Goggle Works, and we are planning to screen it at the Goggle Works Theater in November. Oh, okay, great. Um, so I'm still working through those details. Make sure I get an invite for that. Oh, I, I, I can't s- wait to see it. certainly will. And if somebody wants to look at I went on your website, and, and just because I wanted to see what was going sure. on. There's a little bit of a snit. There's a little bit of a trailer, if you yeah, want to call it that, yep. on there. But it gives you the idea of, of what's going right. on. And it's at www.findinggensvoice.com, right? right. Uh, you also have um, your shotproductions.com, which right. is, is a way to get you. And then also you have a Facebook page that has the, the uh, Finding Jen's Voice also. That's right. Um, if, if there's any other way to get a hold of you, is there, is there any other way to get in touch with you or to, to find out more about this? Um, you know, the, I, I'm probably uh, the best at um, using the Facebook page. You okay. know, I post there pretty frequently, um, try to post updates about mm-hmm. where we are with the film and what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, and, you know, you can always message me through Facebook. Um, and I also post other things. I'm, I follow very closely um, other domestic violence organizations mm-hmm. around the country mm-hmm. and um, I try to post inf- useful information sure. for people to learn more about uh, domestic violence. Sure. That's good because I see that you have on, on here too about the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, National Domestic Violence Hotline. I mean all that information right. is out there. You can Google it and it's all good stuff. Um, but uh, I, I just want to thank you for the work that you're doing here, and I, and I wish you success on this, thank and that you, that it gets to a point that uh, maybe you can make back some of the the, uh, <laughs> the investment that you put into it. But I think the 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 investment that you put into it uh, otherwise is going to just it's going to do a lot of things for a lot of people, and I think uh, you should be commended on that. Well, and, thank you. Uh, so I wish you luck. Thanks so much. I really welcome. appreciate the opportunity to talk about the film. How You Show Up is sponsored by Suzy Ray Design. To get more information on Suzy Ray Design, go to suzyraydesign.com.